Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, a stunning late Otago uh, collapse yesterday in the Ford Trophy saw Wellington storm home to clinch an opening round victory by 13 runs at the Basin. Uh, just an amazing turnaround. Uh, Otago actually uh, 202 for four in the 40th over, needing 256, so the vaults, they fell in a heap, didn't they? Um, and uh, central to that uh, was the wily black cap seamer Hamish Bennett, who snaffled the final two wickets in successive balls uh, to seal that victory, and uh, he joins us this morning. Of course, Hamish has been doing uh, some cricket commentary for us as well here on SENZ. Mo- morning, Hamish. Yeah, morning, Smitty. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem at all. That was, uh, you pulled that one out of that. That was the one, not the one that got away, the one that came back. Yeah, I think it's one of those games that you're asleep on. I think Otago lost that. We didn't really win it. Um, I said to the guys in the change room, if we um, managed to qualify or make the final or wherever we finish, we'd probably look back and um, that would be the game that got us over the line and get us into the finals, hopefully. Well, it's interesting you say that because um, I think when you, when you have the amount of success that the Wellington uh, cricket province is having, men and women, it, you just get that confident feeling that nothing sort of out of the realms of possibility, and, and uh, quite clearly at the moment, you've got that feeling down there. Yeah, we do. I think it was just well, yeah, one of those things. As soon as we got Broomy out in that 40th over, and then um, Logan Van Beek pulled off a great great bit of fielding to get the run out of um, Unary Kitchen. So we had two new batters at the crease, we thought, well, right, well, if we get a few dots here, then we just don't know what can happen. And we managed just to dot it up, and I think they had the mindset of, oh, we'll win it in the last over, and then... Um, slowly the run rate just keep creeping up and up and up and then thankfully whenever they went for a big shot just found the fielder and we managed to <laughs> yeah, we managed to get out of jail. Well you started the white ball season again very impressively on the back of what you achieved last year so uh, it, uh, it's, a, it's a you know it's, a, it's just a very confident feel you have that white ball game. Yeah I think in Wellington they don't actually play in school schoolboy cricket and um sort of even a bit of club cricket now. They don't play much red ball cricket. They don't play much two-day cricket, whereas when I grew up, we played, you know, a lot of multi-day cricket. So I think it's just a format that everyone's very, very comfortable with. You know, where guys will come in and they're happy to uh, lap or reverse lap or do something crazy like that. Um, you know, on debut, we'll play the big shot to, you know, to try to hit the ball over the fence. Whereas, you know, I guess... For me, growing up in the South Island, they're playing a lot of multi-day cricket. I mean, I'd never dream of doing any of that. And, you know, coming to the crease, I'd rather leave the ball or try and block the ball. So I think it's just the mindset of these young guys. They're just so well adapted to white ball cricket. So when they come into making their debut for the Birds or um, play a few games, they just, they just play with no fear. They're just fearless. So that's probably what's really helped us. But also, 
on the contrast has probably um, made us not have as good a ball success. Yeah, and it's an interesting how you weigh it up these days in terms of uh, what what is more valuable. Uh, I, I'm I'm old school, so I tend to kind of think that uh, I wouldn't mind getting my hands on the Plunkett Shield every now and then. Oh, I totally agree with you. I think that the Plunkett Shield's still the most um, valued trophy across all three formats. You want to ideally want to win all three comps, but if you win the Plunkett Shield, I think that one's probably the sweetest of them all because it takes the most. Hard work, doesn't it? You got to do the most time in the field. You got to take twenty wickets a game. You got to bat for long periods of time. Um, we managed to win it a couple of years ago, but I guess with you know, not having Devon um, around now, who was obviously, you know, you can sort of chalk him in for a hundred or two hundred runs every game. Um, guys have had to go and I guess scale their games back, which is I guess for the younger guys, it's, it's just trying to find that right tempo um, in, in the red ball game, which is you know will take a bit of time, whereas the white ball game. They already know the tempo to play because they've played it so much. Hamish, we've just been talking uh, with uh, Sir Richard Hadley and um, he's saying uh, we've never really uh, been stronger, in his opinion, in our fast bowling stocks. When uh, you you look at the depth that we've got, yourself included, uh, with our international bowlers, of course. Uh, But what about domestically? What about the, you're in a good position to perhaps judge where we are next rung down in, in the years to come. Is this just a a brilliant cycle, do you, or do you see it ongoing? Who, who are your standouts there? Um, I think we're in a brilliant cycle. There's no doubt about that. I think the guys coming through next, uh, probably guys like uh, Jacob Duffy, who's you know 27, has got a bit of experience, who probably would bowl similar to like a, a Saudi, but you know maybe a touch quicker. Um, you got guys like Ben Sears, who can bowl fast, who's young. And there's a few other guys around. Matt Fisher, who can bowl fast, is also very young, but these guys probably just need more game time, Smitty. I think that's the uh, the key to it is they just need more time actually playing um, playing cricket. Um, I mean, it's tough now with COVID, not having as much New Zealand A cricket or New Zealand A tours just around all the COVID stuff. So once we have to get through that, then I think it's about um, just yeah, just slowly, I guess, bringing those guys through probably after that 2023 World Cup. You'd be looking for Jameson to lead the attack, you know, probably after that. Yeah. And I guess you'd, you'd probably see Saudi and Bolt and Wagner probably slowly filter out to see the age and probably the desire of, of playing cricket. And you've got to slowly filter some of these guys in. And you've still got, you know, guys like Dougie Bracewell, still think can add. Flair Tickner, still guys, that, a lot of guys that can add. Scott Kugeline as well. So um, I think there's a lot of skill in that there, but it just takes, as you know, it takes time to, to get yourself into the international game and feel as though you belong. So... Um, there possibly could be a wee drop-off um, after all these guys retire, but I don't think it's due to skill or, or want. It's probably just due to Ashes playing that level. Hamish, you played Test cricket in India, um, Ahmedabad. Not the most, um, I think, forthcoming uh, particular climate or uh, pitch surface for quick bowlers um, back then and even now, I guess. So memories, and just how hard is it um, mentally and uh, you know, on that side of things, uh, to to be a quick bowler over there. Yeah, look, it's pretty tough. I mean, I obviously didn't play that long as I went off with the, you know, the groin hanging off the bone. But um, look, it's definitely tough, and you got to be adaptable. And I see, you know, seeing Kyle and Tim what they did over there, especially Tim as well, on one leg there for a bit was just incredible. Um, still remember my actual debut. I remember Tommy Martin and Chris Martin in second innings running in and swinging it back big, and, and we almost had, we had a sniff to win that game. So, 
I think it just takes a, it's just a different mindset of, you know, you have to be patient, hit good areas for longer, and if you can open the bowling and take one look at your first spell, you've actually done a, a really, really good job. Whereas in New Zealand, when you're playing these, you know, spicy wickets, you want to open the bowling, when you open the bowling, you want to take two or three and have the opposition sort of maybe four or five down by lunch, whereas if you can control the run rate and have the opposition down four or five at the end of the day, you've actually done a hell of a job. So um, I think it was, you know, it was an impressive effort from the two seamers and even more impressive to walk away with those World Test Championship points for the draw. So it's, it makes, I think, a test cricket, probably like you, Smitty, when you see a draw, it's actually exciting. I know the general public don't like it, but I think it was just um, it was great cricket to watch. What's um, next on the agenda in the next week or so for the Firebirds, mate? Uh, we've got a Super Smash game on Sunday against the Central Stags, and then we've got a week break, actually, due to, obviously, the schedule with Auckland not being um, in until after the 15th of December, and then we play uh, T20 on the 19th, I think, against Canterbury, and then a one day again against the Targo at the Basin. So hopefully the um, winning trend can continue. And Ian O'Brien is uh, alongside you guys this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, OB's been, um, he's been good. He's provided a lot of energy. Um, he loves Wellington, loves the province. Um, and it's just been good to have someone to, at the top of your run-up at training or um, out in the middle when you're bowling just to talk to about bowling, I think. Um, so domestically, there probably hasn't been too many bowling coaches involved with teams. So um, it's just great to have his love and passion for Wellington. So um, he's been, he's, he's added a lot to the group. So it's, it's been good to have him around. Great. Hey, Michelle. Hey, thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us, mate. And uh, uh, long may it continue for the Firebirds. Looks good again. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Appreciate um, coming on your show. Thanks, Smitty. Yeah, cheers. Hamish Bennett there.